Welcome to the Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Uh, I apologise if my voice is, uh, ends up being a bit rough today. I did have a tube down my throat in the hospital yesterday, so uh, my voice might give out. I'll do my best, but that's the situation. So, a few shows ago I went through a whole bunch of games that were released on non-Sega consoles and computers. Uh, so following on from that, um, thanks to the suggestion of Blast Gamer 98 we're going to look at Sega DOS games. Now DOS stands for Disk Operating System and usually refers to MS-DOS or Microsoft DOS, an operating system created by, you guessed it, Microsoft in 1981 for IBM PCs. It is a command line predecessor to Windows and quickly became the dominant operating system for IBM compatible PCs back in the early 80s. Such was its market dominance that early PC games were pretty much all designed to run on DOS. Even up until like the uh, middle of the Windows era, quite a lot of games still preferred to run on DOS. So, developed by Lemon as the Interesting name for a developer, but okay. Um, published by Sega in 1997 is a game called Amok. Uh, that's A-M-O-K. Uh, this is a mech action game where you pilot a robot called a slam bird. Uh, okay. It does, however, have chicken legs, so I guess the bird part at least makes sense. And it has a cannon. Chicken leg robot with a cannon. Alright then. Interestingly, there are some reports that indicate that this game originally started as a technical demo for the Sega 32X, but since that add-on didn't exactly go all that well, uh, the game was eventually ported over to the Saturn. It's not entirely clear when it was brought out for DOS, uh, but some reports say it was 1996, which interestingly enough is a year earlier than the Saturn version. Graphically, there isn't much difference between the DOS version and the Saturn version. Uh, gameplay on this is you moving around a 3D environment with the Slambird as you destroy certain selected targets, either by walking over them, which, like squishing enemy troops with your giant chicken feet, or using your cannon on buildings and other robots. Now, while you might think you're playing the role of a brave hero striking back at an army of enemies, the story of Amok says otherwise. So according to the story of this game, after a 47 war between warring companies, a peace treaty is signed, uh, and then the Bureau comes along, which is a group of underground weapon dealers who have benefited from the long war. They decide that they're going to break up this peace by employing a pilot called Gert Storm. That's an interesting name. To pilot their latest uh, ground sea mecha, uh, the Slambird. So you're playing the bad guys then. Insert the uh, traditional "Are we the baddies?" Um, image here. 
So basically, yeah, yeah, you're playing the bad guys trying to reignite a global war, which had been going on for 47 years. I'm, I don't think I'd be comfortable with doing this. I don't know about you guys. Okay. And let's have some music to start off with. So it turns out that Jesper Kidd was actually the, uh, the composer for Amok, so let's have a track from that. And after that, because in honour of um, Amok being a, uh, a tech demo originally, uh, from Knuckles Chaotix 32X, or rather from Sonic Crackers, haha, we've got the Techno Tower demo. So, hope you enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys again after the break.
I'd forgotten that track ends quite that abruptly. Uh, that was um, Sonic from Sonic Crackers, um, although it's on the uh, Knuckles 32X soundtrack. Uh, Techno Tower demo, and before that we had Amok City of Lotto. Uh As I said, um, the Amok soundtrack is done by Jesper Kidd. If you can track it down, it's actually very, very good. Um, so yeah, I think it's a really good soundtrack, that. Uh, as I was just saying to BlastGamer98, I am going to be cheating a little bit with some of the tracks on this because uh, some of them, some of the very early DOS games either had very, very limited music or didn't have any at all. So I'm having to be a little bit creative in some places um, with some of the music that I'm using. So, next up we have Frogger 2 3 Deep. I see what you did there. 3 Deep, 3 Deep. Uh, very good. Uh, this was published by Sega and Parker Brothers in 1984 and uh, continued uh, the adventures ar uh, along the similar vein to what you would have played in the original Frogger. Only instead of the game being played on one screen as you cross the road and river to safety, uh, this time you have three screens! Yay! The first has you swimming up from the bottom of a pond, lake, river or other body of water where you avoid crocodiles and piranhas to reach the log floating on top of the water. Then, on the second screen, you have to make your way across log logs and lily pads, avoiding more crocodiles, hippos, whales and weaker lily pads which will sink beneath you. To get to the last screen, you have to land on a mother duck which is swimming about in a level. Finally, you get to the third and final screen where you are apparently leaping into the sky and have to land on a cloud at the top of the screen while avoiding herons and... Uh, uh, dragons? What? Dragons. Okay! Having said that, apparently you're, you're having to swim across a, a river that has piranha and whales in it. So, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I couldn't find any music directly related to this game. I think it was an, um, another one of those that had very, very limited music, uh, like the original Frogger, which only had the short intro tune. So, what I've done instead is um, I'm going to play you DJ Prex... DJ Pretzel's remix of Frogger, which is called the Funky Fibian Dub. And after that, from uh, Frogger 2, not Frogger 2 3D, but actually a different version of Frogger 2. Yeah, that's not confusing at all. Uh, the menu screen music. So, Casey's saying dragons, and Serga's saying triggered. Because <laughs> Serga is a dragon, apparently. Uh, dragons in Frogger, lols, we are everywhere, Sergus says. I know, right? Uh, Nicholas Havana's posted a picture of, uh, I think that's the title screen from Frogger 2 3 Deep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Last Game of 98's asking what the frog is doing to the duck on the, uh, the title screen. Yeah, that that's a bit concerning. The, the duck looks very alarmed by this, um, development. Anyway, let's have some pump music, shall we, before things get any weirder. So from uh, DJ Pretzel uh, over on OC Remix, uh, this is Frogger Funky Fibian Dub, and after that from Frog uh, Frogger 2, the menu screen music. So hope you enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys again after the break. 
on Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. Sega! from Frogger 2 uh, as um, like Triple Glue says uh, Frogger 2 Swampy's Revenge uh, which is available on PC and Dreamcast among other platforms I think PlayStation as well um, that was the menu screen music from that game um, before that we had DJ Pretzel, DJ Pretzel I keep getting his name wrong today Frogger Funky Fibian Dub So, moving from one animal over to another, we have Congo Bongo. Uh, this was developed and published in 1983 by Sega. It's a great year, 1983. 
<laughs> Some of you will know why I'm saying that. Uh, in that, you play the role of a safari hunter as he tries to catch an ape named Bongo. As Bongo set fire to the hunter's tent as part of a cruel practical joke. Uh, as you do, s setting fire to someone is more like an attempt at murder than a practical joke, I would have thought, but okay. Gameplay in this game uh, can be considered pretty similar to things like Donkey Kong and Frogger, as you would expect. It's pretty early in uh, gaming terms at that point. As the player tries to reach the end of the level where Bongo is, uh, avoiding other animals such as scorpions, rhinos and monkeys, while also jumping over ga uh, gaps and climbing up ledges. The game is done in an isometric style, which, while it does give you a better view of the level, can make navigating and timing jumps pretty tricky. There are only four levels in total, making the game pretty short. But once you complete it, you get the joy of seeing the hunter set fire to Bongo's foot, after which time the game starts over again. Okay. Uh, let's see what's going on in the chat. Um, Casey's uh, complimenting the Puyo ident, which I think he made. Um, yeah, he did. And Electric Bugalus, um put up a video of uh, Frogger Tooth Swampy's Revenge on the Dreamcast, um, saying that they had it on PlayStation and enjoyed it, and uh, Andy played it on his Twitch stream a while ago, apparently. And KC's put up a hashtag free bongo. <laughs> you guys are all nuts. I love you to bits. You're all completely bonkers. Uh, let's have some more music then. Uh, so on to some requests, um, because as far as I can tell, um, Congo Bongo doesn't have any music, or only has extremely limited music. Uh, so instead we'll have a couple of requests. Uh, these are both actually from the Saturn versions of the re respective games, uh, but they both have um, PC versions. So from Power Drift, uh, we have Artistic Traps, Super Arranged version. Uh, that was requested by Electric Boogaloo. And then from Sega Rally Championships, so going on Saturn, we've got Conditioned Reflex, that was requested by J. Emma Bates. So I hope you enjoy those, and I will speak to you again after the break.
You're listening to Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24 7.
we are back. And that was Sega Rally Saturn Conditioned Reflex, that was requested by J.M. Bates. And before that we had Power Drift Saturn uh, Artistic Traps, super arranged version, requested by Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Electric Boogaloo is just saying that they've recently picked up a PC version of the original Sega Rally. Uh, I've only got the Saturn version. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a version of uh, Sega Rally, and definitely there was of um, Daytona USA that was designed to work on the that the infamous NV1 card, um, the four-sided polygon ones, uh, that the same type that came in the Saturn. Uh, Nvidia's first uh, 3D accelerator card. Thankfully they changed to the industry standard three-sided polygons after that because they realised that the whole four-sided thing wasn't going to work. Um, Electro Boogaloo is saying that there was a direct draw version of Sega Rally that came out and a there was a direct 3D version but under one of the 3DFX cards and somebody ripped that and released it as a patch. That's interesting. I'll have to look that up at some point. Okay, let's move on. And moving forward in time a little bit, quite a lot actually. Uh, in 1994, Sega and Rocket Science Games uh, produced and developed a game called Cadillacs and Dinosaurs The Second Cataclysm. This was in fact related to the fairly obscure cartoon Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. And this was a game where you rode around in a 1953 Cadillac as you fight against, well, dinosaurs, as you would guess. At the start of the game, you get a little safety advertisement from General Motors, making you aware that the game depicts people in a car without seatbelts. However, you should always wear a seatbelt when you're in a car. I guess this is like part of a licensing agreement. You know, we let you use the, use the term Cadillac if you put this thing in to, so we don't damage our brand. Or something. I mean, I've seen the anti-drugs adverts at the beginning of a game, but please wear your seatbelt is a bit of a new one. As the intro to the story explains, ever since the cataclysm of 2020, where earthquakes, flooding and other natural disasters killed off most of mankind, I have a concern, I don't know about the rest of you, uh, the remnants of mankind have tried to survive by keeping in balance with nature. Hum. So while you drive around shooting things, you need to avoid shooting innocent wildlife while destroying obstacles and enemies such as mercenaries. The game is effectively a rail shooter, where in most levels you move the Cadillac around while shooting, while later levels have you in a minecart shooting obstacles and directing the cart through various tunnels. So you don't get to spend all of your time in the former uh, in the the Cadillac that's part of the name. That's a bit of a pain. Electric Boogaloo, you've just spoiled something I was going to talk about later. I, I know you're all enthusiastic and everything, but please let me get to the end of my segments before you start spoiling something I'm going to be talking about, please. Anyway. So, between each level you get a small video giving more story as the game progresses. While the gameplay is pretty repetitive and the visuals can be a little bit blurry and hard to make, around when, uh, make out when you're moving around at speed, 
The game was praised by some publications for the very fluid animation and very short loading times. Sadly, however, the game did bomb horrendously, and the game sold less than 8,000 copies. Uh, as Electric Boogaloo has already said in the chat, one last interesting bit of trivia is that one of the programmers for Rocket Science Games at the time was none other than Elon Musk, who, well, head of Tesla and all that, entrepreneur, so on and so forth. At the time of the game's release, he would have been 24 years old. It's okay, Electric Boogaloo, just try and rein in your enthusiasm a little bit. <laughs> And so I was saying, plops her tail onto Electric Boogaloo's keyboard. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah, you can find some of the Cadillacs and Dinosaurs uh, um, playthroughs on um, YouTube if you look around. Uh, most of it, most of the versions I've seen have been the Sega CD version, uh, but the, I, there is the DOS version kicking around somewhere. Now then. So, I did manage to find some of the music from this. It took me some time, but I managed to track it down. So, from Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, The Second Cataclysm, this is boss music number one. And after that, from Sonic and the Secret Rings, is The Wicked Wild. Obviously, Dinosaur Jungle, so that makes sense, so it did to me. So, I hope you enjoy those, and I'll speak to you after the break.
we are back. And that was Sonic and the Secret Rings, The Wicked Wild, and before that, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, The Second Cataclysm, boss music number one. Uh, Casey is asking if I have the mashup of this and Wild Wild West, the rest, West that Rexy did once. I do not, but I would love to uh, have a copy of it, because that sounds amazing. Uh, sorry, Twinny's just asking me for something, so I'm going to do Egyptian Corner in just a minute, but I need to hand uh, Twinny something. I cannot multitask at the moment because my brain is still fried after my hospital visit um, yesterday. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, see, saying that they'll send uh, they'll send it to me soon. Hooray! So that should be pretty awesome. I look forward to hearing that. Okay, so some of you might already be familiar with producer and remixer DJ Cutman, who is a fairly prolific musician who has created and remixed quite a lot of music in the past few years. He's become pretty well known for remixing things from... Um, uh, well, he's done quite a few remixes of Megalovania and um, from Deltarune. Uh, he's done some Mario stuff. He works with British uh, uh, music with a Game Boy, uh, and his SoundCloud goes on for 600 million years. I'll uh, link you his SoundCloud actually. There we go. He's pretty. I also done some pretty impressive live performances, uh, and he's got a website uh, that he produces releases his music through, as well as his SoundCloud. Uh, you might also know of American electronic band Owl City, who has produced music for films such as Wreck-It Ralph, Legend of the Guardians and The Croods. DJ Cutman created a fairly epic chiptune mix of Owl City's hit song Fireflies, uh, which I discovered relatively recently, and I thought it was amazing, so I thought I would introduce you guys to it. Please do also check out his uh, SoundCloud, because he has produced some pretty amazing stuff. And there's a bit of something on there for pretty much everybody, I think. So go ahead and check that out. Please tell me what you think of this track, and I will speak to you again after this musical break for one last track and signing out. So enjoy that, and I'll speak to you again in a moment.
we are back. And that was uh, Firefly's Chiptune Mix from DJ Cutman. Um, I did note it down, but I forgot to mention it because my brain is completely wrecked. Um, Game Chops is also owned by and run by DJ Cutman. So, yeah, he's pretty well known. <laughs> Be sure to check out uh, Game Chops and um, DJ Cutman's SoundCloud. And thank you so much to everybody for tuning in today. Uh, this week's topic was the suggestion, suggestion of BlastGamer98, who unfortunately had to go earlier because they are very tired. Um, but if you do have an idea for something I can cover here on Hidden Palace, please get in touch. Uh, you can reach me through Discord, where I am at Skyblaze42, or you can reach me on the Radio Sega Facebook or Twitter, or my own Twitter, which is at BlazingSkies. Uh, special thanks also goes to Twinny for his hard work on the social media post tonight, who's done a great job of uh, mentioning the various bits and pieces that I've been talking about this evening. Thanks to everybody who's been in the chat as well. So we've had Electric Boogaloo, um, former Bossman KC, Serga, uh, Mick, um, who else have we got? Nicholas Aman, BlastGamer98, who I mentioned earlier, Doan, uh, who else has been around? Um, quite a few other people have been around, I think. Um, my husband, obviously, has uh, been around. I think he might have gone to sleep, though. Uh, but yeah, thank you to everybody who was active in the chat, or is just lurking, or, you know, checking things out through Twitter and Facebook. Uh, there's not going to be a Saturday Night Sega tonight, because I've pinched his slot. So instead there'll be a Sunday night Sega tomorrow, after Rexy has finished wowing us all with the latest remixes in Sega Mixer Drive, so to be sure to tune in then. Thank you everybody, I've been Skyblaze and this has been the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. One last track to go out on. This is from Team Psych Racing, Green Light Ride Garage Mix. Thanks everybody again for listening, thanks and good night.
enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.